Hello, everybody, and welcome to week two of I Loved Mondays, a Monday Night War podcast series. I'm your host, Dan Peck, here on CKCC Radio, and it is, I guess, week two, September 11th, 1985 of the Monday Night War, the first time they actually go on, on the same night. We start with Nitro live from the Night Center in Miami, Florida. Tonight, Hulk Hogan defends against Lex Luger. Scott Norton will face the Macho Man, and Sabu will be in action. We go to the commentary team. It is still Bischoff, Breen, and Mongo. And Mongo says, this is the biggest thing in TV since the old lady said, where's the beef? Fun couple stories, but where's the beef at? They originally thought that the uh, meme, I guess, like the big line from it was going to be Big Fluffy Bun. They were wrong. Also, the line was supposed to be Where is all of the beef? But the old lady had emphysema and couldn't speak for that long without needing to breathe. So it got shortened out. Where's the beef? So, cool story, bro. We then go into a recap of last week's Lex and Hogan uh, little uh, kerfuffle and promo. They show it practically in its full entirety. They come back. They say, Vader's AWOL. He won't be at War Games. So Hogan's team is Donna Man in War Games. They have three. Dungeons of Doom have four. They're in trouble. We then go into our first match. It's Sabu versus Alex Wright. Uh, they say that Wright beat DDP last night. For the right to face Sabu in his debut. Sabu does all his greatest hits. Arabian, you know, the Arabian face busters. Arabian, you know, flying around like a crazy man. Uh, doing the air Sabu off a chair and stuff like that. Um, Alex Wright does get some decent offense, though. But Sabu wins with a victory roll. With Alex Wright seated on the top rope. And he rolls over and gets the pin that way. But after the match, he puts right through a table and referee Nick Patrick reverses the decision. DQs Sabu. It's a pretty good opener. Mean Gene is in the ring and he's going to interview Ric Flair. Ric Flair comes out. He's announced as an 11-time champion, so we know he got five more ahead of us. At this point, I noticed that there are some ECW fans in the crowd with a triple sign WCW. We know one sign with each letter. But they keep turning the first W into an E. This is when security shows up and takes the signs away. Isn't that fun? Flair kind of wastes time. Uh, he doesn't even even start talking about his match with Arn Anderson at the pay-per-view this, this, that coming weekend. Uh, and Luger shows up. And then Flair puts over Luger. And tells everyone his measurements. He's got 20 inches, not 20 inch arms and a 9 inch dick or whatever. I don't know. Um, he just kept on putting them over. And Luger's just like, dude, whatever. And then he leaves. It was so dumb. And kind of a waste of time. Because it didn't even get over anything. It was just, I guess, a way for, for Flair to say Luger is worthy of being there and being a main event player. When Flair had a big match that coming Sunday that they barely even touched upon. We then get VK Wall Street. Yes, so he's been Mr. Wall Street this entire time, but he comes out for his first match and it's 
VK Wall Street. LOL. Um, he's going to face Sting, the United States champion, non-title match. This is when Eric Bischoff, for the first time, it's episode two. It's the first time they're head-to-head -head against Raw, and he says, if you're thinking about changing the channel, don't bother. It's two to three weeks old. Shawn Michaels beat the big guy with a super kick you couldn't earn a green belt with at a local Dubai MCA. And then Mongo responds, who cares about that? They named it after some uncooked egg. It sizzles here. I'm like, what? <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Anyway, Sting wins pretty handily, which is, you know, a great way to be a guy who's, again, he's just there to call back to his old WWF gimmick and make fun of Vince McMahon. Isn't that fun? Oh, by the way, at 6.05 p.m. on Saturday night. Why, why am I doing JR? Um, Disco Inferno is going to debut on Saturday night. Also, we'll have the Renegade versus Max Muscle. Big Bubba versus Dave Sullivan and Brian Pillman versus Alex Wright. So if you want to watch that WCW Saturday Night from 1995, the the September 16th episode of Saturday Night, you can watch the Disco Inferno debut WCW. We get Scott Norton versus Macho Man is next. Uh, I'm not Norton is three years away from his first reign as IWGP champion. Uh, kind of classic. Norton uses power. Macho uses his speed and tenacity. And, you know, he hits his power moves, but Savage just keeps kicking out. Then we get to a point where Dungeon of Doom shows up. Shark tries to run in, but Norton gets whipped by Macho Man into the ropes, which trips Shark up in the ropes. He lands on Norton's leg. Macho hits the elbow. He can't kick out because... Shark is passed out on his legs. And Macho Man wins. And the rest of the Dungeon of Doom show up. They're mad. But Macho takes off in the in the chaos. And then Norton gets pissed at the Dungeon of Doom. And the Dungeon of Doom just leaves. Nothing happens. So it's like, you should have done something. But they did nothing. And now it's time for the main event of the evening. Lex Luger versus Hulk Hogan for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Lex literally just gets to the stage and makes his flex, and we go to commercial. And then we come back from the commercial, and it's American made. And Hogan gets his whole entrance because, of course, he does. Lex gets to. Lex gets his no mercy entrance. <laughs> Whatever. Where he just gets to stay at the stage and then he's in the ring. Um, and I hope he gets the whole thing. Hogan just like a legit front face flock and actually lands a vertical suplex. Well done. Actual moves. Uh, Luger does his own suplex, which Hogan no sells, of course. Luger takes a powder. Hogan grabs him, throws him back in. They start running around. Power slam into a, into a torture rack. Hogan's going to get knocked out. But he grabs the ref's arm to stop him from calling for the bell. And then they do the arm raise thing. Luger thinks he wins. Ref says no. Luger's like, oh shit. And he goes for a pin. And then Hogan kicks out. And then No Cells does the whole thing. Big bootleg drop. But he goes for the pin. Dungeon of Doom would show up again. Sting and Macho show up to even the odds. Lex gets back up and Hogan shoves him. And we go to break. 
We come back with me and Gene in the ring, and he's like, Vader won't be on your team, blah, 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 blah. Hogan's like, you know, it's not bad enough. I got to deal with Dungeon of Doom, and Vader's not going to be around. But now I got to deal with Lex Luger. And hey, you didn't get attacked by Dungeon of Doom. Whose side are you on? Macho's with Hogan. I don't trust you. You didn't get attacked. Sting is like, hey, Lex is my friend. He is cool. He should be on the team. Sting's like, okay, let's have a vote. I think he should go. Macho says no. Hogan eventually says something stupid like, it doesn't matter because if it's in the cage, things would be as they be. And we could take care of it in the cage or whatever. Um, so he shakes his hand. Lex will be on the team. But he says, I want a caveat. I want another title shot. We go to the commentary team to end the show, which again, don't do that. Just say, hey, goodbye, next week is this. Don't go to the commentary team for like three minutes, okay? Pace your show's better. But next week on Nitro, Orndorff versus Johnny B. Bad. The Nasty Boys or the American Males will face the Blue Bloods. So that's what we have to look like next week. Now, actually, for the first episode of Raw taking place during the actual Monday Night War. Raw was taped August 28th at the Canton Civic Center, Canton, Ohio, which they don't mention where they are or anything really um, because they taped it two, two weeks ago. They show a, a video package about at SummerSlam was the iconic second ladder match, uh, which I personally prefer over the Mania one. I think it's done better and there's more space for them to do stuff because at the Mania one they were at MSG and MSG's old as an old building and they kind of just have the fans right on top of them and you can't really do stuff with a ladder that isn't directly in the middle of the ring um, because if anything goes wrong or falls down somewhere it's hitting somebody so I think that this one actually paid off better because they have more space and more room to work. Um, so they go through that. HBK and Razor killed each other and themselves just two weeks ago on the pay-per-view. And tonight, HBK is defending against Sid and Razor Ramon is facing the Bulldog. Cal Ripken Jr. himself might call in sick to watch this doubleheader. And then they go to the intro and the music is just awful. It's just awful, awful. Doesn't get you hyped for anything, let alone a wrestling show. Then they go to is Lawler and Vince, and they're on a green screen. I, I'm 90% sure that it was them on a green screen in post. Because, again, this was taped two weeks ago, and they're trying to act like it's live, but it's not. Um, so I'm 90% sure that was a green screen. Again, it was taped two weeks ago. Super pre-taped. We got a race for Ramon versus British Bulldog with Jim Cornette. Bulldog is in control as they go to a mid-match break. Again, this was pre-taped. Um, so, I mean, how much did they scrub? How much didn't they scrub from the match because of a commercial break? I don't know. Then we get a full view of Bulldog's mushroom head as he goes to the top rope. Razor cuts him off, throws him to the mat, and he takes over. Then we get a ref bump. It hits the Razor's edge, but there's no ref. Dean Douglas shows up, drops a knee off the top on Razor. One, two, three, comes to help. 
Douglas cuts him off, sends him, does, does like the thing where he lands on the top rope and then goes to the floor. Um, Bulldog gets the running power slam. Uh, one, two, three, kid tries to get Bulldog with the top rope splash, but Bulldog was out of the way and he hits Razor. And the disqualification is called. And the Bulldog beats them up and they go to commercial. Um, it's a relatively good match, but the ending was a bit screwy. As opposed to on Nitro, the opening match was just pretty solid. Uh, but the other matches had some shenanigans at the end. Um, Vince is in the ring for a promo with Kid and Razor. And so, it, so, so, so Vince is in the ring, so he can't be doing anything in post because he can't be at ringside calling the match and doing an interview in the ring at the same time. But we have Jerry Lawler is quote-unquote still at the commentary table, and he talks the entire segment to the point where you cannot tell half the things they are saying in the ring with the promo. Vince tries to set the scene, talks about all the things that happened, um, but you can't get half of it. Because Lawler's just like, oh, he's a liar, blah, 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 bullshit, I'm a dumb heel from the 70s, and I still think it's the 70s, and I'm trying to get heel heat. Um, yeah. So, in the end, King, uh, one, two, three kid says that Razor just treats him like a kid, and he doesn't have his respect. So, let's fight next week! And he leaves, and Razor, uh, resets all the issues. He had a hellacious ladder match. Then he's got Bulldog coming at him. He's got Dean Douglas coming at him. And now Kid wants a piece of him. And he says, well, if you want it, you got it. Next week on Raw, Yoko and Owen versus Men on a Mission. Then we get the Smoking Guns coming out, and they're going to face Jobbers. It's the Brooklyn Brawler and Rad Radford. R.I.P. Luis Piccoli. Um, they jumped the gun on the guns, LOL. But it doesn't matter because the Ass Boys version 1 win in like three minutes. Then we get a Gold Dust promo where he refers to the Undertaker's fans as like the zombies in Night of the Living Dead. Um, it continues to cut a creepy but good promo and strange but good promo. And then at the end, uh, they throw away, they throw it back, and Vince McMahon's like, "Too long, fool! Eat your heart out!" Raw is brought to you by Levi Strauss and Skittles. And then we hear the distinct noise of Dental Drill as Isaac Yankum DDS, who's still on the roster, faces Scott Taylor, who's looking like Bob Holly. He's wearing the same kind of colorful uh, singlet that Bob was wearing at that time. And he had the mullet. But apparently, it's Scotty Too Hotty. And Yankum beats him just over a minute. Including a chokeslam. Then we get thrown to... Uh, segment about In Your House and it's hosted by Todd Pettengill but uh, holy flashing screens Batman. I had to close my eyes and look away from the screen because I don't want to find out I'm prone to seizures for that shit. So I close my eyes and look away because even if I was to close my eyes it's still, the flashes were still that bright and that frequent you could still see them through closed eyes. It was bad. But Todd Pettengill says next in your house is 24th with a triple header match where Diesel and Sean 
facing Owen and Yoko, all titles on the line. So if Diesel or Sean win, they become the tag team champions. If Owen or Yoko pin Diesel, they become world champion. Or if they one of them beats Sean, they become IC champion. What ends up happening is Diesel and Sean win. <laughs> they win a tag team title match to take some titles. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon, who is still only the interim president of the WWF since well, no, because um, soon Roddy Piper will come back and he'll take over, right? And then after, and then during WrestleMania they switch back to Monsoon as being president. It's crazy. Um, also on this in your house coming up is Razor versus Dean Douglas. Also, Brett versus Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Because remember, he stole Hitman's sunglasses that was given to a fan. He stole them back. Also, we have Bam Bam Bigelow versus British Bulldog. During this fully in post segment, they show Sid starting his entrance. Also on in your house, Savio Vega versus Waylon Mercy. What a loaded show, everybody. Uh, in your house, number three, 24th of September, 1995. It's now time for Psycho Sid versus Shawn Michaels for the Intercontinental Championship. And before that, we get to the Merch Boy, where he says, if you call the phone number, you can get this replica of HBK's hat and sunglasses for $25. And the funny thing is, most things with a phone number or an address or something like that, they have it crossed off or stroked through and said not available anymore. That thing was plain as day, full on. So if you want to, um, if you really want to, watch this, write down the phone number, because I didn't. <laughs> uh, and see if you can get that $25 deal for the hat and glasses. Shawn Michaels. Which So Shawn Michaels then, back from the commercial, Shawn Michaels makes his entrance, which actually starts with a promo with his way on in the ring. Um, he then... Passes a ladder and has a shudder. Shudders at the ladder. Uh, yeah. Then the commercial. Then the full entrance. Uh, Sean leads Sid throughout a decent match. We also had DiBiase in Sid's corner for the match. So he led to a decent match. We get another commercial break in the middle of the match again. Taped two weeks ago. So let's... Who knows how much they took in or out. Sid was in control. Um... Comes back, Sid hits a choke slam, but he takes too much time doing for the power bomb. Sean gets out of it. He super kicks him in the gut. As he's been over, he hits him in the head. He stands up fully. He hits him in the head again. Shawn Michaels wins after three super kicks again. Two to the gut. One to the gut, two to the head. And he starts to do his strip routine. He takes off the, the trunks over the, the things. He shows everybody his fuck muscle. <laughs> and... Then they uh, go to commercial, we come back, and it's Doc Hendricks backstage with Sean and Diesel. Um, Sean talks about how it's all been since WrestleMania. It's all about him writing, writing the wrongs of his past. He's friends with Diesel again. He's, um, you know, got the IC title back. He beats Sid. And now it's all about looking forward to the future where we're going to win the tag team titles. And uh, Diesel ends it with, we're not just two dudes with attitudes, we're also two chaps with all the traps. We then go to next week on WWF Raw, 
Owen and Yoko will face Man on the Mission, and Razor versus Kid will be next week on Raw. So we look forward to that on our, on our next episode. Overall, I felt like Nitro was better, but uh, Raw won the ratings war 2.5 to a 2.4. Raw wins by 0.1. Um, I don't know. Because that's the thing, because um, there was actually two matches with bullshit endings on Nitro, but there was only one Raw. But there was also two essential, essentially jobber squatches on Raw, where there was one semi-squash on Nitro. I just felt that show was better overall. Uh, I feel like uh, more of my kind of wrestling show. Also, we're also dealing like um, like character stuff. Like, like sure, there's like the shark on WCW, but he wasn't like in a match. He did a run in and he went LOL and fell on the guy's legs, and that's why he lost. Whereas opposed to on Raw, we had like you know. Isaac Yankum DDS. You know. And a guy named Razor. And a guy named 123 Kid, you know. Like, I feel like one was, like, people who wrestle, and the other were, like, superhero bullshit still. Something that WWF was having an issue with at the time. Uh, trying to transition into this new, uh, into the new generation. Uh, they needed smaller people who were legit workers, and uh, they were trying to get from the cartoons to something more realistic, and they were struggling in some places, and doing really, really well in others. And in the end, again, I felt Nitro was better overall, but Raw did win the ratings by point one, according to Nielsen. So stay tuned for next week. It'll be September 18th of... 1995, week three. But that was week two, so check us out here, CKCC Radio. Check out the other podcasts we have available. Chances are, if you're into something, we cover it. Uh, somebody covers it. And there's also the catch-all show of The Nerd Table, of which I am a co-host. And, of course, check us out on patreon.com slash cloak kayfabe. And uh, just uh, you know, keep on dancing.